and welcome to Roll Plus Heart. My name is Bex Watson and with me as always I have Jen Blundell, Sarah Keep, and Helen Gaffney. Today we are going to be playing Sail the Ocean's Queer, a Caltrop core game for two to four players and a storyteller by Lalion Publishing, a game of swashbuckling, magic and heart on the high seas. Everyone has already chosen a background and a magical focus, which defines how many D4s are assigned to each of their three stats, swashbuckling, magic, and heart. Anytime they want to resolve an action, they'll roll their D4s to see just how successful they are and define their own drawbacks and failures. And as always, we'll cover specific rules as we reach them. So let's set sail. Choo-choo! That is the sound <laughs> that ships make. <laughs> Steamships, maybe. <laughs> Wait, we're not playing on a steamship? I'm going to have to throw my whole character Get out. out. Here. <laughs> if we we're playing on a steamship, we'd at least need a calliope. It's true. Taint a steamship without no calliope. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Loads of calliopes on my steamship. Jen, do you not, do you not know what a calliope is? No, it sounds Greek, though. I feel it's like... A, I mean, it is, calliope is a Greek name, but it's, yeah. it's a calliope organ. It's like a it's a really fucking weird sounding organ though. It's like it's a bit circusy. Yeah. Circus organ vibes. I think I read the story about how it got the name. I think it is literally named after the Greek. Anyway. Yeah. I think it probably is. It would be weird if it wasn't. It's like a separate concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. It's you know what? It's really interesting learning just how much stuff is named after Greek things. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. Anyway. Anyway, court fat corner. <clears throat> Back to narration. They call it the Lucent Expanse, the place where all the currents of all the oceans flow and all the winds tangle together. Its edges are treacherous, swirling eddies, waves crashing against waves, winds that not even the most experienced sailor can predict. But in its centre, the water is oddly still. The winds, oddly quiet. This is the place where all the magic in the world meets. Many years ago, a pirate who knew there were no more adventures that the world could show them wove magic into chain and dropped anchor at the calm centre of the lucent expanse, and so the floating city known as the Moorings was born. You've all heard of it. Whether through romantic childhood tales, whispers passed from sailor to sailor, scraps of rumours picked up here and there, everybody knows somebody who claims to know somebody who's been to the moorings. But finding anyone who's actually on their way there, that's another thing entirely. So when each of you saw the call from one Captain Nell Falsfang for crew aboard the Chastened Seagull, intending to set out on an expedition through the Lucent Expanse to the moorings, you knew this wasn't an opportunity to be missed. And though the journey was hard and dangerous and sometimes seemed never ending, the moorings are spread out before you now, so much more than just a myth. The towering spires of masts are rigged with narrow bridges. Pennants made from the sails of ships who have put down anger permanently flutter despite the windless air. A floating city of opportunity is spread out before you. But perhaps we've been a little hasty. Let's go back to the beginning. (gasps) It's one year ago. (gasps) You might be thinking, how did I get here? (laughs) Well, we're going to have to go back. (laughs) Way back. I can't do record scratch. (laughs) The chase and seagull is waiting in harbour. The captain lounging in the weak sunlight as the first mate oversees the loading of provisions and last minute checks and waits for new crew. Captain Falsfang is an orc and she's old. Her hair is a mess of grey with the memory of Auburn. Her skin is darkened and wrinkled by a life spent under sun and sea spray. Her clothing is rough and there's been no attempt at all to fit in with the fine fashion and high society of this well-to-do coastal town. She sits unapologetic with tattooed arms bared and a shirt that might once have been white and she seems to be polishing something. There are plenty of people watching with interest, but very few brave enough to approach. Sarah, why don't you introduce your character, tell us how you got here and how they're approaching the chastened seagull. Okay, so I am playing Maya Bowsprit, which is a very obviously false name because my (laughs) character is a runaway royal who has fled the life of privilege 
so as to not get married off to some prince from a different kingdom. And so he's just seeking a new life away from the shackles of that conformity and is hoping that she will find that level of freedom out on the ocean. Okay, and how are you approaching the captain? Uh, I think she is going to try and act a hundred times tougher than she is. She's going to try and <laughs> make her voice seem gruffer and try and talk in a piratey way so as to <laughs> ingratiate herself with this captain and make it seem like she belongs on the ship, which she definitely does not. <laughs> okay. And how is she dressed? Is it is, is she wearing expensive clothing? No, she is <laughs> thankfully dressed semi-appropriately. She's got like a open flowy shirt cinched with a big chunky belt in the middle and she's tied her hair back with a bandana as if that is enough of a disguise and it it's not <laughs> it, none of this is a disguise but to, to her she thinks she's nailing it so as you approach the captain glances up and clocks you coming closer than any of the passers-by seem to dare there's a moment where she looks you up and down in this kind of serious way, intimidating, like you might have always imagined a pirate. And then her face draws back a curtain of wrinkles into a big toothless gummy smile. <laughs> and you realize that what she is polishing is a set of teeth, tusks and all. <laughs> and she fumbles them into her mouth and works her jaw a few times until they're apparently fitted to her satisfaction. And you see the faint glimmer of magic twisting around the tusks from the point down before they dissipate. She sits back and rolls a shoulder. Well, you don't seem to me like you've done much sailing before. Poppy, poppy cock. I'm a <laughs> natural sea dog. I've sailed the ocean more times than you have teeth. Wait. But, uh, well... <laughs> That might be true. <laughs> and you're looking to go to the moorings. I, well, I, that sounds good, but anywhere's, anywhere's <laughs> fine. She laughs and leans back in her makeshift uh, seat that seems to be like a crate with some sacking piled up on it. Now, someone might be inclined not to... Except a crew member who is uh, so inexperienced, shall we say. But I've a mind to let you come along if you tell me what it is that you're looking for. Rough. And she, she's thinking, she's thinking what the pirate, the captain would want to hear. And then she just sort of pauses and thinks maybe the truth is just best like freedom F freedom freedom very traditional well there's plenty to be found aboard the open seas if you can pull your weight work hard can you why i cap yes <laughs> yes is fine <laughs> she puts out a big worn hand to shake yours a tiny little princess hand <laughs> nestles into the palm. Smooth as yeah. anything. Still yeah. wearing some signet rings. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Captain Vossler, but they call me Falsefang. And what is your name? My name is M Maya Bowsprit. Hmm. Well, welcome aboard, Maya. And she winks <laughs> and tips her head. And you see on deck the first mate who looks humanoid but has a strange kind of silvery tint to their skin. Seems to make a mark on a paper, beckon you up, begins showing you the ropes, literally. Helen! Hmm. You're next to approach the ship. Tell us who you are, how you got here, hmm. how you're approaching the captain. My character is called Bethsemane Fawkes, but Bet for short. She is an ex-sailor turned pirate and is a storyteller and is just kind of like a, a, a comforting mother sort of presence on the ship for the young'uns. And she's buxom, you know, slightly matronly, if anything, but 
matronly in the way that when she pulls up her like sleeves and stuff, she's you know there's muscles like coiled springs under oh, yeah. there. You know, she um, could carry a pig on each shoulder. Yes, pig, pig on each me. shoulder, barrel on each shoulder, whatever on each shoulder. <laughs> um, she's a dwarf. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing like a, it looks like a dress at first glance, but it's actually collots. So that when she oh. sort of separates her legs to like yeah. peel potatoes or whatever, you can see that it's pants. Um, <laughs> peel potatoes. I don't yeah, know. you've got to straddle got a barrel, barrel, to, barrel to, peel to peel potatoes. You know, it's a classic move. Of course move. you do. Of course you um, do. Yeah. And she approaches uh, the captain and says, you're right there, false fang. I'll bet. Yes. Wasn't sure I'd be seeing you for this voyage. The moorings is quite a way to go. I think you know that I know that you need my help. Hmm. I'll certainly never turn it down. Well, you know, I will also never turn you down, wink. (laughs) She laughs good-naturedly at your flirtation. (laughs) Um, You see the first mate peer down in a kind of Hey. <laughs> sort of way. She shakes your hand. She has you make your mark on the, uh, the the kind of piece of paper that she's got before her. And she says, it'll be long voyage. We won't be making land for, well, not in this part of the world. Sometime. I hope you've got enough salted beef and potatoes then. Are you ready for that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Uh, I'm a bit uh, apprehensive about the, uh, the the deep water parts of the voyage, as you, as you know. Um, we had a very close call uh, one time. There is no water deeper than the Lucent Expanse, but I trust in you and the rest of the crew to get us there, unmolested by human or kraken hand. You know I only work harder if I'm, uh, if I'm panicked. Well, bear that in mind. <laughs> she... Kind of smacks your ass as you head up the gangplank, <laughs> and I and I do like a, you up. do like a mock salute, like say yes sir sort of thing, <laughs> and then just sort of pootle onto the boat. <laughs> and finally, Jen. Uh, by the time you make it to the docks, it looks like the captain's just about ready to leave, standing up, dusting off her knees, gathering up the uh, the kind of sacking that's on the crate that she's been sitting on. Why don't you describe your character, tell us who you are, how you ended up here, and uh, how you're approaching the captain. You see a little, um, a youth run into the square, leggings on, knee-high boots, a tunic, a little short-sleeved white shirt underneath, and a little pointed cap with a tiny feather in it, and a knapsack over their shoulder. <laughs> Do they pause and look dramatically into the middle distance? They do, one (laughs) hand on their hip, and they look off, and their face shines with youth. This is someone who's clearly just recently come out of childhood and entered the the magical years of youth and (laughs) unspecified age. That well-defined age of youth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Their name is Val. And I'm playing the. I'm playing a scrappy youth. Have I said youth enough yet? No, maybe. <laughs> it's hard to tell. I don't remember. Val is a little non-binary human youth. Got on another one. Um, from um, from the from the inlands, who has always dreamed of running away and becoming a pirate. And so uh, Val sees the captain beginning to pack up next to the ship, breaks from their pose and runs over excitedly, and is like, "Wait." Wait, Avast! I wish to join your ship. The captain pauses a load of sacking under one arm and uh, looks at you, raises a hand and says, I think you have to be this tall to ride aboard the ship. I'm, I'm that tall. <laughs> they, they stand just, a, they stretch up all the way up. I, <laughs> chest right your out. heart, maybe. But uh, maybe give it a few years, you seem... A little young for such a long voyage. No, I'm ready. I'm 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 21. I'm ready to sign up and make my fortune and see the world. You're not about to start singing, are you? It just feels like you're about to start singing. No, no, I wasn't. No. Uh-huh. If it's okay, Bet's gonna come up behind you and go. You know, I can look after this one if you want. I don't need looking after. I'm strong and capable, and I can I can swashbuckle mm-hmm. and I can man the rigging. And I can send people to walk the plank. I'll do it. Captain Falsefang sighs heavily, glances at Bet, and there seems to be a, a familiarity there between the two, a conversation that happens without anything being said aloud. Turns back and says, Can you peel potatoes? I I, I can. Doesn't seem very piratey. But I can do it. 
Well, you'll soon learn. There's nothing more piratey than making sure everyone is fed so you don't get stabbed in your sleep by a grumpy crew. I, I can I can hand out grog. Can I do grog? Maybe you can hand out half pints of shandy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe a mojito. Uh, uh, whatever it takes to get on board. Come on then. On you go, but bet this one's your problem. I understand. I'll uh I'll uh, train them up. What's your name? My name is Val. Well, welcome to the crew, Val. Thank you, matey. That's Captain to you. Oh, golly gosh, I'm so sorry. Thank you, Captain. On with you then. And, uh... My dream, my dream is coming true. <laughs> no singing until we're on the open sea. Bet just sort of puts a puts a hand over Val's mouth and just goes, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> Later, not yet. <laughs> the first mate descends the gangplank and helps the captain to manhandle the crate back up onto the ship. It's an odd crew, a mix of humans and other races. Everyone seems fairly happy and open. It doesn't seem like a crew of hardened pirates who've had to earn every coin they've ever found through terrible deeds. This seems like mostly a fairly robust crew who have known each other for a good time. But the two of you who are new get the impression and bet you know that there are maybe some key people missing from this expedition. Maybe people who didn't want to make such a long and dangerous voyage to a place that may or may not even be real. And so you weigh anchor and the ship is readied to sail. How are you each starting this voyage as uh, slowly the sails fill with wind and the land life you've known draws away into the distance. Bet is quite a competent sailor and has done lots of different jobs on, on ships before. Um, but because she's sort of a motherly type, she does end up doing a lot of dredge work because she's teaching <laughs> the little ones to do the dredge work, you know, like uh, peeling potatoes and, you know, swabbing the decks and all that sort of shit. So basically she's going to take Val and also possibly Maya to teach them how to cook the dinner for the evening. I, I, I was hoping I could stand at the bow and, and look out dramatically for a while, is that... There'll be plenty of time for that later, love. Like, you know, th there's... I, I tell you what, this, this journey's going to be so long, you're going to get sick of standing at the bow and staring into the distance, so I really wouldn't worry about it. You know, what is soon, though, is dinner time, so let's get some cooking down, eh? It's, it's funny, because I also wanted to look dramatically, as if all the troubles that I'm leaving behind... Um... Same. Oh, were you going right. to go on the bow or the, uh, the other side of the ship? Uh, I would have probably gone on the bow as well, but, you know, okay. there was probably room for both of us on the bow to we look dramatically. Yeah, we could both look out at different directions. All right, look. I'm sure. I'll, I'll give you two minutes on the bow and then you're coming back here and you're peeling potatoes, okay? Okay. Yep, okay. that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the both of you run off, getting slightly underfoot. Um, you can see that there's definitely some surprise among the crew at how, at what appears to be practically a child, mm. um, just kind of like running their way across deck. But and also mostly, a princess. Yeah. Also clearly a princess. <laughs> Quite clearly yeah. a so it's, it's princess. Kind of, I think you get the impression that there's a lot of... Oh, maybe you don't get the impression. Anyone watching would get the impression that it's kind of good-natured indulgence at the moment. Sure. Which will soon turn to annoyance. Uh, yes, <laughs> quite possibly, depending. And as you both stand on as close to the bow as you can both fit, uh, looking out across the ocean, the kind of pale blue skies above you, you find a little cat also curled up there. Just napping. Uh, it's a polydactyl cat. It has thumbs. Aww. <gasps> Hemingway cat. Because it's a ship's cat. A ship's cat. Needs to be able to tie knots. Yeah. <laughs> Needs to be able to balance, most of all. Is it a tabaxi? No, it's a, it's it's a, a cat. cat. It's a cat. Okay, cool. It's a real, actual cat. Okay. With real, actual thumbs, like r many real, actual ship's cats had. Oh. Did you ask that Didn't in character? Um, <laughs> Are you a tabaxi? Uh, yes. <gasps> Are you a tabaxi? The ginger cat curls slightly in the in the kind of warm sunshine, spreading out a bit 
looks deep into your eyes, opens its mouth and says, Gee, Willikers, a real ship's cat. I, it's Are you everything I'd it? ever hoped for and more. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Both hands you. fully in, like, <laughs> all over. One hand strays too, too near to the tummy and you just, oh, and it sinks its teeth into the meat of your thumb. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. A real cat bite. The cat loves me. <laughs> Sorry, what was your name? You, the one who's, you've been a pirate for a while. You look, you look quite like the pictures of pirates I've seen. Who are you addressing? <laughs> you. I think really? to you, yeah. yeah. Well, you're uh, okay. I'm peeling yeah. potatoes. Uh, Maya it was trying to ignore this and look out dramatically. But <laughs> 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 like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm Maya. Hi. Hi. Thank you. I have, I have been a pirate for a while. I can tell by your billowing blouse and your, your bandana. Yes. I definitely didn't steal, steal these from... The guy. Uh, I wouldn't mind if you had stolen stealings. What pirates do? Yes. Val. I'm Maya. very excited. Val, Maya, it's been it's been it's two very minutes. cool to be meeting a real life pirate with it's, so much experience. You must have so many stories. Hey, come over here. Come peel the potatoes. Is that you time already? The voice of Bet calling you across the deck and oh. reluctantly. Come do some actual pirate work. You scallywags. Uh, all right, we, we've, we've been dramatic long <laughs> enough. <laughs> and so your journey begins. Peeling potatoes. Mm-hmm. Coming back to the present, it's been a hard year. You've faced enemy pirates. You've navigated dangerous waters. You've stopped at endless ports and harbours of stranger and stranger lands until there was no more land to make port at. You've chased... Tales and maps and treasures and favors. You've formed an unlikely but charming friendship. And then finally, the storm. Wild, unpredictable, unlike anything you've ever sailed through before. At times, it's impossible to tell what's up and what's down, and all you can do is cling to the rigging. Is there anything you're all doing to help the ship make it through the storms that you believe are obscuring the moorings? One year on, I imagine I am not so inexperienced now, and so probably yeah. would be pulling on different ropes to try and loosen or tighten the rigging, de- depending on what the current wind situation requires of it. Okay, so you're in there in the rigging as you're lashed by wind and water. It's hard to tell if it's rain or the spray of the waves. And sometimes it's all you can do to hold on to those ropes that you're supposed to be lashing because it's difficult not to get swept overboard. Roll me swashbuckling. <sighs> all of us. <laughs> no, just uh, just Sarah at the moment. I could, it couldn't be hard. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're emotional about it. <laughs> I'm pretty. No, let's go. Oh, bye. As a two. Okay. Um, so as you you try to um, lash down this particular bit of rigging, it is a failure with mixed results. So what is something that needs to be fixed or changed before you can move forward? Hmm. I imagine that just as like the storm batters, like I let go of a rope and it just releases some of the sail. So like I have to climb higher to re-rig that part of the sail, which is not ideal. Which is dicey in a storm. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you climb your way up the uh, up the mast, grasping for this rope that's now whipping around like it weighs almost nothing. Um, and it does catch you at one point right across the back in like a hard, wet Ow. slap that drives the wind from your lungs, <sighs> but eventually you do manage to get hold of it. Val and Bet, what are you guys doing? Um, battening down the hatches. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, yeah, so you're below deck. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Bet's not really very swashbuckly in a lot of ways. Like, again, very experienced, but not, you know, getting on a bit now. Very solid. So, mm. you know, most of what she's doing is securing a lot of the sort of the hatches, the portholes, or whatever whatever needs securing to stop all of the water coming into the ship, yeah, basically. The, the cargo, the, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff below decks that is being uh, jostled, jostled around violently. I'm still going to get you to roll me swashbuckling to try and avoid Aight. getting knocked out by a 
a water barrel or similar cannon. Four. Success with flying colours. Nice. So your action happened exactly as you intended. Um, so you can describe to me how your character succeeds at their task. Again, she's just very experienced. So she's just, everything is almost second nature to her. You know, she's been in a few storms before. So she's just like, tick, 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 you know, like in the exact right order, as you might imagine. Like this is priority. This comes second. This, You know, like it's all mm. automatic almost, you know. Nice. And a few times um, as you kind of make your way down the ship, kind of a strange wide stance to keep yourself steady, um, even against the unpredictable waves. Something tips and falls and your hand is already there to steady it, uh, pushing it back into the place where it belongs. And Val, what are you doing? I think Val is as uh, lithe and youthful as they are, is sort of just dancing around the ship, ferrying messages or just uh, and uh, grabbing things that people say, fetch me that or pass that to them. Or uh, they're sort of just running errands and someone says, pass me that rope and they'll just leap up and pass it over. They're just sort of moving with grace and ease <laughs> is the plan. Okay. You can also roll me swashbuckling. No one, no one using any no. magic. I move I move in a magical there's a magical element to the nope, way that's too my, late you're swashbuckling well, no 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 I mean li- well literally my so that's why I've got my I've got 2d4 for swashbuckling because mm-hmm. I got an extra d4 because mm-hmm. my movements are hard mm-hmm. to detect and often come with a hint of magic to them so maybe mm-hmm. I'll add that in okay. later we'll see what the roll is <laughs> See what your roll is. So roll yeah. your two d4s, and this is a success and failure roll. So you'll take the highest result. A four. Oh fuck a four. off! Success <gasps> with flying colours. Yes. Um. So describe to me then exactly how you're succeeding at uh, your little tasks. So I think Val. Every time they leap, even if it looks like they're going to fall short they somehow land on the deck just fine and then someone says pass me that rope and it seems to be just out of reach but then suddenly it's in their hand there's just a small element of it's like a little magic just making everything easier and and work right for them so that every step is sure-footed and every every hand is uh you know deft and um just val moves with ease through the ship just helping people out here and there putting things into the hands that need them very nice a little trace of magic lovely throughout this all the captain stands at the wheel wrestling with the the wood spokes which are fighting back against every turn made you can see her shoulder and arm muscles straining and she's old but her muscles are there like like cords this is an orc who has spent her entire life at sea you can see the the first mate has quite literally lashed her to the wheel and the first mate herself is uh, kind of staggering back and forth to shout orders that can't be heard over the wind and the waves the thunder the storm eventually the waves and wind drop soaking wet exhausted you look up and see a forest of masts on the horizon a veritable armada of vessels. Some seem to have been built in with permanent bridges and streets and platforms wedged between hulls and decks, and in other areas, ships are moored temporarily so that the city must have constantly changing neighbourhoods as crews come and go. Welcome to the Moorings. Floating City haven for pirates and magical folk from all over the world. Why don't you each tell me something about the moorings that you notice, see or hear as your ship limps towards port? I think the first thing Bet notices is the really welcome smell of something delicious because they've been eating a lot of the same stuff for a little while. Absolutely. But because all of these ships come from different places, you know, they all bring their own different shit with them. So there's like a really yeah. delicious, like a curry smell on the wind mm. and like, you know, the, the smell of different meats. Absolutely. You can smell spices and meats cooking. 
some smells that you can't identify, some that might not be food, but might be strange perfumes from far off places in corners of the world you've never heard of. Cool. It's delicious. Um, I think there's birds that have also come from all sorts of parts of the world. So you've got your gulls, but you've, you know, suddenly you look up and there's a flash of colour and you're like, is that a parrot? How did that? And they've all just sort of travelled over in the way that birds will follow ships quite away. Usually not parrots, but it's a sea parrot. One, someone brought a sure. sea parrot. Arr, that's a um, sea parrot. So yeah. <laughs> I think you know, this, is this, a- is where, this is where all of the currents and all of the winds and all of the mm-hmm. magic in the world meet. So any bird that simply rode sort of the winds long enough might end up here. And you look um, into the distance and there's a little flash of fire and you're like, a phoenix? No, it couldn't yeah. be. Magic. 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 Absolutely. Magic. I think from Maya's vantage in the rigging, she's just looking at all the different flags that these ships are flying and just like recognizing some from when she would have to have like dinner with visiting dignitaries, (laughs) but really, truly marveling at so many that she's never seen before. And then like creative ones that belong to pirates and like the inventiveness of their own designs, like skulls, but like eating a man at school just like a flaming skull eating a man whole pac-man pac-man mm, skull delicious <laughs> yeah a can flaming I make it pac-man cannon? can i make it canon that our that our that our uh, flag is like a seagull uh, skull yeah. a seagull skull um <laughs> something that you notice about these flags as well maya is that there is no wind here as soon as you made it through the great storm fronts encircling what you now know to be the lucent expanse and the moorings these mythological half legendary places that people have always said just children's tales or pirates tales there's no wind it is dead calm and yet these flags and pennants flutter and dance as though there's a lively breeze Mm. small tugs swarm out to meet the chasing seagull as she limps into the city and guide her towards a mooring between two towering ships of the line bristling with sails and cannons and Maya, you probably recognize that these aren't pirate ships at all. These are military naval vessels that have somehow made their way here, and yet they seem as welcome as every other ship. Captain Falsefang, you see, has a look of hunger and hesitation on her face as she calls her orders. And then when the ship is finally anchored, relief. She calls the crew to the top deck to speak to you all. She looks over you all, dripping wet, exhausted, some of you bloodied, a mix of excitement and disbelief and many other emotions. And there's a long time where she looks like she doesn't know what to say until she just says, we made it. And a huge cheer goes up from the the crew. Ahoy! (laughs) We don't say that. Falstall has not learned which word gets used when. Yes. (laughs) Fast me hearties, we have made it. Ben just looks a bit like... (laughs) (laughs) But I've been trying to teach them phrases so hard and yet no. In one ear, out the other. (laughs) Yeah. She waits for the cheering to die down and then looks a little more serious. Now, it won't come as a surprise to the savvy among you, but the chastened seagull is here to stay. I've done just about all the sailing my old bones can take. And besides, Netta always said she wouldn't marry me until I had something more than a hammock to offer. <laughs> you see the first mate quirk an eyebrow and there's more ragged cheers and laughter. Oi, oi! They're in love. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Oh, it's just so romantic. And they're both, they're both very old. And you probably know by now that they joined their first crew together and have been together for decades. Um, I love them. But never yet married. Okay. Until now, maybe. Captain Falsefang's face grows more serious. She says, any of you who want to stay, you can. Any of you who are just looking for a tale to tell, I'll find you space on a crew that's heading out of here when you want it. I promise you that. But for now, welcome to the moorings. She kind of spreads a hand and a bird shits on her shoulder. <laughs> That's good at luck. At exactly that time. <laughs> That's good luck. Wipes it off. And essentially, she gives everyone in the crew three days to do as they wish 
here without oversight. Anyone who comes back after three days, she will still be here in this place to help you find a crew to leave with. If you want to stay here forever, you don't have to come back. Um, but after three days, she will hopefully have done enough repairs to the ship to find it a permanent mooring, at which point she will still help you, but, you know, she might be harder to find, etc. So the crew kind of paws over the sides. You know, there's lots of back slapping and grabbing each other and excited chattering. So welcome to the moorings. What would you like to do? Beth's going to turn to Val and Maya, Val and Maya, and just go, should we go find something nice to eat? I'm sure you're hungry. Uh, yeah, Maya has not thought about what she would do when she got here. So she's happy for someone to suggest a thing because it's like when someone chases something and then they get it and they're like, well, well, what now? <laughs> yep. I've heard, I've heard there's a, there's a whole, um, section of the, of the moorings just for different street foods. If we can find that, that'd be great. Wow. Gee willikers, I'm so excited to be a landlubber again. Well, I mean, technically we're we're still on the water. Yes, but isn't it fun to pretend? Okay, though. Because we're we're (laughs) such pirates now. Mm -hmm. Um, I could eat. I'm ravenous. Okay, let's let's head off then, shall we? Bet's very much... Uh, under the impression of like, if I don't look after these, no one will. <laughs> you know, so sort of dragging them along. So you disembark from the chase and seagull, and you find that these streets, such as they are, are pieces of deck and wooden bridges and streets cobbled together that do rise and fall ever so slightly. And through gaps in the boards, you can see the calm ocean water below, the dart of strange fishes, the brush of strange plants. And you begin to make your way, following your noses, I suppose. And your first impression is that this place is almost overwhelming. The sights, the sounds, the crowds. This is not a quiet place where people settle down for a gentle retirement. It is maybe, maybe just after lunchtime, but there are people drinking and rabble-rousing. You can see Val, I expect, is particularly excited to see several duels taking place, seemingly with no real heat behind them, but there are people here who similarly have a love of swordplay and uh, and fighting who are making it their retirement to enjoy it rather than to do it out of necessity. You definitely have to keep grabbing Val by the collar and dragging them along <laughs> and stopping at everything. Do you leap into any of the jewels? No, just standing with an excited expression on the side, just you know, on the tiptoe, sort of like ready to go if anyone said, hey, would you like to jewel? But not about to. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, and you're surprised to find when you do so at one, standing on the sidelines, as suddenly the jewel surges past you, someone kind of flipping off a table over your head, <laughs> running through the street as their uh, their partner pursues them. Bet, Bet, did you see that? Yes, I've seen many a fights like that before. I mean, you know, you it's, it's not a pirate duel unless someone is flipping. This is what I've always said. <gasps> uh, I want to flip, Bet. Bet, I need to learn to flip. It's very, it's very simple. You just... <laughs> You know, you flop over, basically, yeah. You'll show me later? Yeah. You'll show me? Oh, I can You can do you. it? I mean, uh, I can show you how to do it. I'm a, I'm getting on a bit for the actual flipping myself, but I'll, I'll help you figure it out. Maya, you must have flipped. You've got so much pirating experience. And you're uh, young. You could show yes, me Maya's physically definitely, yourself. definitely flipped before. I could probably flip by it. I haven't tried to flip. You, you've never flipped? Not intentionally. In all your years on the sea? Well, I don't think... I try to avoid fighting when possible. Val, that's really more your uh, MO. We're all different shades of pirate here, and that's what makes us great. Yes. Uh, someone nearby with a tank just goes, here, here, <laughs> when you say here, that. Here, here to diversity. I love pirating. <laughs> I love affirmative action pirating. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Eventually, you find, as rumoured, a street where you can see that almost booths or little storefronts have been carved into um, the hulls of ships so that as you walk by at head height, there are people leaning out and proffering you all sorts of dishes, some of which you've heard of, some of which you haven't, some of which don't even seem real, some of which have names that might just be to entice or might be true. Is that unicorn stew? Who's to Who say? can say? <laughs> but they're <laughs> selling it. Do I want Don't. to eat a unicorn though? No, I, but I think it's a lose-lose. Either we do and we're eating something majestic or we do and we're eating a mystery meat. So. Yes, I think best to steer away from the unicorn stew. Also, I've met that dude before. He's he's not mm, he's not the best most trustworthy of the pirates, shall I say? You An look up and you pirate? see you see a man with a huge ragged beard with shells and beads woven in seemingly randomly. He's got a big scar running across one cheek, um, and despite the hugeness of his beard, he is entirely bald. He leans down and is going bet. Bet! Good to see you. I knew you'd make it here one day. Like, I, I do that nod as if to say, yeah, yeah, okay. Me hearty yo-ho-ho. It seems that Bet, a friend of yours. I say, Scabby Joe, so nice to see you. So <laughs> nice to see Joe. you. Um, I knew you'd make it here one day. How have you been, how have you been doing? <laughs> I have never been as happy as when I found my place here. People will buy anything, day or night. Beth's got a very fi- <laughs> fixed smile on her face. <laughs> yeah, I. you know, I've heard it's good. And I bet those good luck stones I sold you did you good in getting here, eh? Yeah, um, definitely got them on me somewhere. Anyway, um, we're just going to have another look, see what's going on. We might come back in a bit, hey? No, you want this unicorn stew, the only kind in the world and for an old friend. Half price, huh? Well, uh, I'll I'll think about it and we'll come back maybe if if we're... thinking you know if this it does we'll have it a look does smell then... pretty good bet val, val, no, val. Val. <laughs> i'm kicking val you bet young one this is made with the rarest spices from the silver islands in the north you'll never taste anything like it i guarantee and maybe if you're pure of heart you'll get a little taste of the magic that makes it really what it is <laughs> I'm pure of heart. Well, for you, two coppers. Sure. Val has no money. Um, (laughs) Surely surely we were being paid. paid. I'm pretty sure we were paid. Yeah, you you were getting paid. Val uh, just very irresponsible. I feel like Val immediately handed over all their money to bet for safekeeping. (laughs) That sounds about right, actually. (laughs) Mummy, ship mummy. Could you take my mummy and look at money and look after it? Um... Bet Bet is sort of slowly shunting them to the side and being like, "Bye, Scabby Joe. Bye, bye. So we'll we'll maybe come back later. Yeah. Well, I'll see. See. Oh, oh, the crowd's so. Oh, it's pushing. The crowd's pushing us away. Oh dear. Is there any way I can um, palm a portion of a uh, <laughs> unicorn stew? Um. So he was holding it like in his hand. Yeah. In a bowl that I suspect is made from half a coconut. Um. <laughs> So you'd have to like swipe it from his hand and run. I my special magical focus means I can roll swashbuckling plus magic to hoodwink those around you. Ooh. Could okay, I like work. in the hustle and bustle swap something out for the coconut? You can certainly try. Okay, great. So roll me your swashbuckling and your magic. It's a success or failure yeah. roll, so take the highest result. And I have two d four in both of those. Great. So roll me four d four and hit, give me your highest. I've already result. hit a four. Okay, so tell me exactly how you succeed at uh, hoodwinking this man out of his priceless unicorn stew. <laughs> price, two two copper price. 
There's a moment where Scabby Joe is like looking at Bet again and sort of like doing his whole like, oh, Bet. Uh, and in that moment, Val just sort of really quickly just leans over and swaps out the coconut with probably a shoe, just a shoe. Sure. You want to go with that? You don't just know where they've shoe. got this shoe oh, from. Right. It's just a random shoe. <laughs> Unspecified shoe. Listen, there's carousing going on. It's entirely possible that someone has lost, lost their shoe. shoe. Yeah. yeah, it's a shoe that's got a little bit of rum just in the bottom of it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been doing a shoey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then just, you know, puts the stew behind their back. And as soon as you step away, you see Val pull the uh, stew out and, um, you know, fly a little smile, just start supping it. Oh. Uh, tastes. Tastes weirdly like fish. Oh, eh, that's all right. Tastes. Wow, there's nothing like unicorn. This is so unique. Huh. <laughs> They've never had fish before. Yeah, you, no, they're, they're lying. looking at it. You guys can quite clearly see <laughs> that like this cod. is like it's fish meat, right? It's white. Yeah. <laughs> well, but you I'm, don't know. Maybe unicorn's meat is white. Mm, glad you didn't pay for it. That's all I can say. Still. Stealing, stealing's what pirates do. <laughs> Scabby, Scabby Joe's not not the sort of person you pay for things anyway. It's I, I've done it before and I'll never do it again. Um, <laughs> should we go find some meat on sticks? Because that's my favourite. Yeah. Much harder to disguise if actually fish. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. You absolutely managed to find all sorts of more legit looking treats named meat on sticks. <laughs> named um, meat. Wow. Luxury. All sorts. Um, you're not entirely sure where this food comes from. This city is floating in the middle of a giant wall of storms that no one can get through without quite some difficulty. And yet there seems to be copious food and drink, and even fresh vegetables and fruit here. Magic. Who can say? Magic, question It's magic. Magic. Um, so I walk up to a, a, a meat on a stick seller and... She's an attractive lady. I'm just going to pull pull this into the story there. <laughs> I'm going to change her NPC. Oh, is she? This she is, is called Sail the Ocean's Queer. Yeah. So, um... Um, and Bet's just going to sort of lean over and, you know, do a little boob lean. <laughs> nice. The, the, boob, the boob shelf the boob lean. Shelf okay. lean. Um, <laughs> and just say, hi. Well, hello there. What can I get for you all? Some delicious looking meat you've got there. <laughs> I've not met you before. Forward. Oh, there is. Very forward. I, I thought I knew most of the pirates on the sea, and yet I haven't seen you. Well, not everyone here is a pirate. I think that's probably your first mistake. Ah, maybe. So what do you... I'm a chef. You're a sh- well, yeah, you're. of course you are. Of course mm-hmm. you are. Of course you are. Look at all this meat. Um, what's, what's your name? Maria. Maria the chef. How nice. Yeah, that's me. And you see like a tail flick up <laughs> behind her and just kind of like smooth her hair back. smooth oh i like a lady with a tail Mm. (laughs) thank you it was a birthday present (laughs) how does one respond to that because she was born with one because she was born with one i know this Uh, (laughs) i was also confused when val says that like yeah (laughs) yes and bet's like oh of course yeah of course oh god could we could we procure some of your delicious looking meat sticks, please? You absolutely can. I'm sure I've got something special that I can give for three newcomers. She bustles off and comes back with um, sticks of meat <laughs> mm-hmm. for each of you. Bet you seem to have two. <laughs> Bet as an Ooh. aside, like I'd like something very special from you. Um, she says it so that she can't mm-hmm. hear. <laughs> Do you? Do you think we've seen this sort of flirting from Bet with people on the ship, or is this like our first time seeing you really? Oh yeah, good point. No, con- good point. Constant flirting. Um, oh okay, okay, fine. In that case, we know exactly yeah, what's going on. Yeah, we're like mm-hmm. some of some of Bet's stories that she's told you on the ship are about her her various escapades. Obviously, you know, made safe for children, if you know what I mean. But like mm. people that she's the PG she's version. she's kissed. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and then we kiss beneath the moonlight oh, for wink. an hour. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know the she yeah she she makes it good for kids, but a lot of her stories are about her conquests. Um, <laughs> and so she she takes the meats from Maria and is like, well, I I hope I see you later. Uh, roll. This is very exciting to say. Roll plus heart. Ah! <laughs> You said the name of the podcast. 
title draw. Bum, bum, Except bum. it's not. I sh- unfortunately, it's not roll plus heart. It's just roll, roll heart, heart. But I'm obviously you know. not going to say that. Roll plus heart. I mean, roll plus heart. heart. Okay. Is this one where I take the highest one or do I take all of them? This is a success or failure roll, okay. so you take the highest result. Unless you're fighting this woman. I don't know. Uh, I've got a six on it. Oh, wait, I'm no, rolling it's, it's D4. I'm so yeah. sorry. I, I, <laughs> mentally, I had D... This is why I got a four before then. I mentally had D6s for some reason. So I'm so sorry about that. Like, cheater. Uh, that, Filthy no, cheater. Genuine, a genuine mistake. I do apologise. I don't mind because I'm on the same side, so it's okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> don't mind yeah. if people cheat let if I'm... Let me actually get out my D4s then. Fuck. It's the principle of it because I failed my roll before. <laughs> you can make success your roll. It was failure a mixed failure, actually. Yeah. Yeah. A mixed failure. They're triangles, uh, aren't they? Aren't they the, uh... Thank you. Yeah, little, yes, little, little, pyramids. little pyramids. Oh, fucking dickhead. Sorry, pyramids. I, I don't know how that happened. I think my brain just had a... Really? I genuinely, really? genuinely, that was me. Um... You're just in the pirate mindset. Yeah, I'm trying to get away. I've only got the one, so I'm just going to roll it several times. That's fine. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, four. I got a four. Four. Okay. With a complete success. I mean, you get to tell me what happens. Does she slip you her number? Does she... I think she probably tells me where to find her later when she gets off off shift. (laughs) Um, Like what what pub she hangs out in or whatever. She does does seem to have like a forked kind of snake-like tongue. And in the sunlight, you can see that the smooth of her skin, there's almost like a faint kind of scale pattern. Yes. Um, yeah, I think she tells me where she goes for drinking later. If you know what I mean, I'll meet me at the whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And as you as you leave, you also realise she did not charge you. Oh, how oh, nice! Ooh. I mean, you know, I am the master flirt. So, right, should we find somewhere to sit with these? I bet, bet. Are you going to kiss her? <laughs> Almost certainly, yes. It's another one to add wow. to the books. She literally she has a little. So book. many people bet. <laughs> She's not she's not necessarily a dog, if you will, but she's mm. like, you know, she 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 remembers each and every one of them and she like, you know, it's it's oh, yeah. a it's a sort of badge of honor. That's her piratey way. That's the way she is a pirate, if you know what I mean. Yeah. She, uh, a woman at every port. <laughs> <laughs> and what's a man? Ooh. <laughs> Just to check. Just to check. Um, <laughs> I can relate to that. That's where the, the secret <laughs> child comes in. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. One time and it stills a massive Oof. fuck up. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Um, yeah. um, so you, as you wander further through the streets, kind of uh, find it, trying to find a place where you won't actively get shoved over or dragged into a fight um, to eat your sticks of meat. As you kind of walk past, and there's like little alleys and streets everywhere, completely unpredictably. Sometimes there's stairs leading to like upper levels that then cross over the top of streets you're walking on. But as you're walking past one of these alleyways, you hear a voice. Hey, excuse me. Hello, please. Yes, you, the one with the hat with the feather in it? Hello? Avast. Hello? Well, how, how, matey, how may I help you? And uh, peeling off immediately down the alleyway. Oh, God. Just straight yeah, down I, the alleyway. I imagine Beth and I get quite a few more steps before we're like, yeah. oh, fuck, where's Val gone? <laughs> and then we turn around and we'll, I, I see that there is an alleyway and I'm like, that's almost certainly where the fuck has gone, isn't it? Fuck. Um. <laughs> Excuse me, I need your help. I'm here to provide help. And as you as you come down the street, it's it's heavily shadowed with just where the sun is and the bulk of the ships on either side, and you can't see anyone immediately. Yo ho ho. Yo ho ho. And <laughs> where are you? Oh dear. Maya and Bat, as you arrive, you just find Valve speaking to no one and a cape, but then and just as you're like, was there something in the unicorn stew? <laughs> um you hear a voice being like, over here, please. Yes, I need your help, please. And as you, mm-hmm. I, I'm move walking over, yeah, further into the shadows, and you blink, and your eyes kind of begin to adjust. You see the figurehead of a ship. Weird. <gasps> Excuse me, over here. I need your help. Gee, Willicus, magic. Bet, bet is sort of um, really suspicious at this point because Bet says if you can't. St- if you don't know where the asshole of the of the creature that's speaking to you is, then you shouldn't fucking talk to it. 
My hearties, my hearties, come look. A ship's masthead is talking to me. Do you have a quest, masthead? Well, first of all, I do have a name. Or at least there is a name painted on the bow. So I suppose it is my name. Please do tell. Although I don't like it very much, but they call me the Lady Caroline. The Lady Caroline? Yes. Wow. That is what they called me when they built me. And is is that the name you want? Well, it's not my favourite, but it is what I am called. We can change it. Well, this is what I need your help with. <gasps> Go on, I'm on tenterhooks. I... Come closer, I can't see all of you. <laughs> Real close. Bet is, Bet is very reluctant to go closer to this talking ship. <laughs> see that she has... It's, it's, it's kind of a figurehead of like a woman's torso, mm. um, as are many of them. And she doesn't seem to have that much movement because she is built into the mm-hmm. ship. She can kind of look around a bit and you can see her face moving. She doesn't have arms or legs. She's a figurehead. <laughs> and... Uh, she she looks up at you all and says, Oh, you look like you might help me. You look less, well, mean than some of the people who come through here. No, we are pirates. We are good of heart and we do rapscallion things occasionally, but we are true in nature. Oh, how wonderful. That is what I was built for, by men who wanted to sail the world and explore and discover and adventure, but... <gasps> I do those things <sighs> with my hearties over here. Hi. Well, we were not three <laughs> days out of port when I was boarded by a man, a bad man, he didn't want adventure or exploration or discovery. He just sailed me back and forth across the same waters, attacking ships who had no chance of fighting back and killing those who would not join him. No. This isn't the life I was built for. Please, steal me. Um, Maya, pirates do steal. Well, yeah, do, no, I, but... I mean, I'm fully on board with stealing. I'm just thinking of the logistics of it there's only three of us it's going to be a challenge to sail a boat of this kind with three oh, but look at you you are all so brave and 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 good and i need your help please that man they call him captain reaper and reaper he is not a good man he doesn't even treat his crew well, even the ones that have been with him for the longest. Has Bet's heard of Captain Reaper? You have heard of Captain Reaper. You personally would describe him more as a privateer than a pirate. Right. Mm. He is known to be very greedy and extremely harsh. He will often board a ship, demand its cargo or its treasures in return for the life of the crew, and then kill them all anyway once he's got it. Yeah, doesn't doesn't stick with his own rules or thing. Yeah, a bit of a dick. A bit of a dick. I mm, kids, I don't think this is such a good idea. That you know, Captain. Oh please, shit, mommy. Captain Reaper's quite. Uh, he well, you know, for want of a better word, he's um he's a bit of a shit. Um, honestly, if we get Captain Reaper after us, you know, there's every chance we end up dead. Dead? No, no. No. I believe that that you can do it. Please, listen, I have spent years and years and years with that man. And it was only when we came here to the Lucent Expanse that I was able to say anything to anyone. And those people are you. And I need your help. please. I was built for something more than this. You can't just leave me here, a prisoner. Do you know where Captain Reaper is? No, but I know he keeps a key on his person. And without that key, my my anchor cannot be raised. Oof. Oof. Oh, please, Bet. We've got to do this. Maya, you see. You see this is a quest worthy of us. You with your extreme pirating skills and... And bet with her great bosom. Val, I will do this together. I will do this with you if you promise to follow what I say. And if things go to shit, you do what I say about it. I promise. Fingers crossed behind my back. (laughs) (laughs) Did Val just say that out loud? Nope. (laughs) Fingers are definitely crossed. (laughs) Yeah. I think we know Val well enough to know. It's like, I'll I'll look a bit like... That that promise is meaningless. 
<laughs> Bet knows this as I, well, to I be honest. But I like... don't know this. Oh, please. Haven't you ever needed freedom so badly that you would do anything for it? Oh. Because I can't do it for myself. <gasps> Maya's like scrunched her face up like... Mm. <laughs> oh, come on, Maya. Listen to your heart. Mm. Listen right, to your fine. heart. Fine. <laughs> listen to your heart. We must listen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You know we don't do that sorry, on Pirate It's a hard habit to break. You have to sing in a sea shanty format or nothing. You must listen to your heart, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. One and a two and a three and a four. <laughs> the Lady Caroline looks pleadingly at you with these big wooden eyes and it's strange because there's you can see traces of paint on the wood like she was once painted bright colors and probably had eyes painted on the wood it hasn't been kept up and the the salt and the spray and the water has just worn it to plain wood so it can be hard to tell when she's looking at you um Mm. because she just has plain wooden eyeballs but you're pretty sure they're looking at you pleadingly (laughs) will you do it will you help me well, this is a democracy, Maya. What do you think? I vote yay. Oh, okay. I also vote yay. Right. Well, we're going to be needing some very serious supplies and I'm going to be needing a clap of thunder before I get on with this. Clap of thunder is a, is that a, a strong sex drink. Euphemism? No, it's a strong drink. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I knew you would help me when I saw you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And as you turn away to begin to prepare to go and find Captain Reaper... And help a ship that no one else can help. Well, that's where we'll leave it for this week. <gasps> Yay! Yo ho ho! You've been listening to Roll Plus Heart. Today's episode was the first part of our game of Sail the Ocean's Queer, a game by Lalion Publishing. Your GM was Bex Watson, and your players were Sarah Keep as Maya Bowsprit, Helen Gaffney as Bethsemane Fawkes, and me, Jen Blundell, as Val. Our theme music was composed by David Shaw, and it was mixed and mastered by Mark Anderson. Editing was by me, Jen Blundell, and my partner in crime, Helen Gaffney. As I'm sure you're all aware by now, we have a Patreon. Last week on the main feed, we released a little taster of one of our episodes, our exclusive one-shots that are on there, and there should be some more to come out, depending on how organised I am. (laughs) Uh, We have a Patreon where from £1 a month, you get access to all bonus audio content we have ever recorded and created. Some of that is with special guests. Some of that is interviews with creators. Um, After this game, in a few weeks' time, there will be an interview with the creator of Sail the Ocean's Queer. Lots of wonderful stuff like that. And we have some higher tiers where you get access to some very cool merch that is fulfilled every three months. So that's patreon.com forward slash heart. And I have been somewhat disorganized recently. And I don't think I've given any shout outs to our most recent uh, patrons. And so I'm just going to do it now. And uh, I'm going to say... Um, Let's just let's just give a little hello to everyone who's a patron. Neil Sheehan, Sam Baker, Kaz Galloway, number 1087, Karen, Pedro Nevis, Katie Moore, Nell Heald, Murdoch, Matt, Paul Salt, and Paul Goodman. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Your support means the world. We are only five pounds off hitting our first stretch goal, in which we will get Bex to recite the script of 1999's The Mummy. Yes, that one with Brendan Fraser. From memory, because Bex has it memorized, more or less. Anyway, they said that once and we turned it into a stretch goal. (laughs) So if we can hit 50 pound per month in Patreon subscriptions, then Bex is gonna give us an audio reenactment. That's, I'm excited. And we're only five pounds off that. So if we could get a few more subscriptions bumpers up, that's great. Remember, you can sign up from just £1 a month. And no pressure if you can't. I understand. Times are tough. Um, Let's all join a galleon ship and just, I don't know, rob Jeff Bezos. Make him walk the plank. If you want to hear more from us, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at RollPlusHeart. We are also on Mastodon at RollPlusHeart at Dice.Camp. 
and I'm losing track of where all everyone else is, but Bex and Sarah, I believe, are on a mix of things like Mastodon, Tumblr, Blue Sky, those kind of things. Just search them by their usual handles. I'm sure they'll turn up. That's Starling Dust for Bex or Starling underscore Dust for Bex and Penguin Panic for Sarah. I'm still just kind of on Twitter um, because I can't be trusted to not get addicted to social medias. And uh, Helen is not on any of them because Helen has a life. Good for you, Helen. Shoving it in my face every single day with your little pictures and updates that you send me, your little 180 character updates that you send to me directly and you call it Helen's Twitter and it's just for Jen and that's how you've trademarked it and I'm not happy about it, Helen. Not happy about it. If you would like to hear more of our shows, Sarah and I do an actual play podcast called Quest Fantastic. That's wrapping up its first two-year-long season just about now, so now's the perfect time to jump in and catch up before we hit the finale later this year. I also do a film review podcast with my good friend Paul Salt called Jen and the Film Critic. We review all the cinema releases from the past month and give you a little update about what's good, what's not. You know, I just rate things on a scale of yes or no. So so I'm basic. <laughs> uh, if you would like more from Bex, they have uh, Ko-Fi. I think it's called a buy me a coffee. They have one of them, ko-fi.com forward slash Starling Dust. And they even have a subscription option now that gets you access to some very beautiful looking bookmarks. Bex is also getting back into streaming, I believe. So go on their social media, their Twitter, their whatever the other ones are that they're using. I don't know. Sorry, Bex. Um, And you will get updates. They're definitely on Twitter, though, because I saw them there. And if you want more from Helen, then all you have to do is take a postcard, affix one British stamp to it, and write Helen in the address box. Post that. It'll find her. I guarantee it. Um, She'll get it, and in return, you'll get a special treat. Might not come in the post, might just, you know, happen. So next time something nice happens to you, you can thank Helen for that. Thank you, Helen. The second part of Sail the Ocean's Queer will be coming out on Wednesday the 30th of August. So stay tuned for that. And until then, avast mere hearties, yo, ho, ho. Ho did he ho did he ho. I'm really hot. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, I am. Slay, bitch. Uh.